Welcome to the Yield Podcast. I am Brooke Payne, your host. Together, we are going to create passive income, organically grow your side hustle, meanwhile, being completely submitted to God's leadership throughout the process, because that is how we exponentially grow. I kind of want to go here, and it might get a little prophetic, and that's cool. Um, I What... A, what do you feel God's heart is for entrepreneurs? Like, what do you feel like the word is right now? Which I'm I'm connecting those two together because we were just talking about like entrepreneurs right now in this season, just like blowing up. Like, what do you feel on God's heart right now for entrepreneurs, for dreamers, for people that are maybe hidden? Well, now is the time. Now is the great shifting. Um, and that's not even prophetic. That's just like... That is just like looking and discerning. Like mm-hmm. that's just, um, and I think I actually have a, an actual word. Um, and so this is what I feel because I, I think that if you, it's, it's weird because in some ways it seems very obvious and in other ways it could seem really silly as now being a time when there could be a great shift. So depending on your perspective. And and what I mean by that is that right now we're in a season where in some ways the playing field's been leveled, but a lot of people are trying to play checkers when they should be trying to play chess. They're, they're, they're trying to get the quick, like shout louder than everybody kind of thing maybe to be heard. I actually feel like the ones who trust and take the faith moves are going to be the ones who, when this thing passes over, and it will pass over, when it passes over, are going to be the ones that emerge mm. as like, man, where did this voice come from? It almost feels like God is doing a Dave, David taking Saul's place sort of thing. Like, if you're a leader that has insecurity, if you're a dreamer or a visionary that has insecurity, it's almost like it's time to deal with that personally, but also it's time to, to not just be introspective in a way where you're navel gazing in this thing of like, woe is me and trying to figure out all the nasty stuff that you have going on. We all are, are hopefully doing our best to let the Lord deal with us in those areas. But what I mean is actually taking risk in faith right now to believe, which is what we talked about in the beginning, that your voice is actually needed. And I don't think some of us really believe that. Mm. And it like sometimes we can get so numb to hearing praise. I know for me, like not just praise, but testimonies even like, you know, once you've reached your, let me just be real. Like once you've reached your thousand, one, 1,111th, like, you know, testimony on Instagram DM of like, bro, you don't understand. Like this record changed my life. Like I was going through this. Like sometimes I I find myself getting a little numb to that. Like, Mm. but like I'm still reading Testament and I'm trying not to, but like I read testimonies of like, man, you don't understand like this song or this thing or this message literally shifted my paradigm and da, 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 da. It reminds me that even though there's many people who will never know who I am, those who did, their lives were changed. And I think that's a big deal. I think that actually um, a lot is going to transfer in this season. And I think it's going to be where some people would say, don't invest right now. Don't do that. Don't do this. 
Don't step out and do your podcast. Don't step out and do your business. Like that is not the time for this right now. Wait until this, you know, kind of, you know, slows down. I think now is the time. I really do. So here's this scripture that I love. And I feel like, you know, this is where a lot of people go wrong. It's Ecclesiastes 11 verse four. It says, he who observes the wind will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. And as you don't know what the way is of the wind or how bones grow in the womb of her who is with child, so you don't know the works of God who makes everything. In the morning, sow your seed, and in the evening, don't withhold your hand, for you don't know which will prosper. And what it means is this. If you regard the wind and regard the clouds, and what it's saying is if you're looking for the natural time, when is the right time to start? When's the right time to launch out into this venture? When's the, the right time? It says, he who observes the wind never sows. So basically, there's never a good time. There's never, because if you think, how can I start a podcast now? Because yeah, I have something to say. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm interested to, to hit this thing, this subject, whatever. But there's already stuff out there like it. What am I going to do? This person's podcast is so similar. This person's message is so similar. And, and they've already got like, you know, a million subscribers. What am I going to do? But if you live that way, you'll never sow wow. and you'll never do. And I just think like now is the time. Same thing with music. Like, well, this person already does that. Like, I can't make a dent in that. Like, you know, I don't have that money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Anytime that's the the narrative in your mind and in your inner world, you usually won't step out in risk and in faith. Wow. Right now, I believe the Lord wants us to have the bar on Bourbon Street. I believe not only do we have prophetic words about it, but we actually like crazy prophetic words yeah. about it. Um, very peculiar, strange, like, like I can't even go into it. But we're like, this is the worst time to get real estate on Bourbon Street. It's which literally detems, locked down. It's locked down, depends on tourism. You know, and depends on large gatherings, which everything right now, people are going to be skittish, like who in their right mind? And I feel like now's the time. Why? Now's the time to take the territory. Now's yes. the time, like to say, we're on quarantine and 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 we don't have a lot, you know, going on. Now is the time to like, there's literally no excuses. Someone the other day was like, Has have you always wanted to like do a long fast? And I'm like, nope, not me. <laughs> but one of my buddies was like, have you ever wanted to do a 40 day and you said you never had time? Well, now you have time. And, yep. you know, have you ever thought, man, I wanted to write that book, but I, I, I've just, I'm so busy or I want to spend time with my, my family. I want to grow in my marriage. Like, let's be real. Like all the excuses are fading away. Yes. And I love the meme culture of like, I'm a lazy bum memes. There's yeah. like a whole thing of like, yeah. you know, I saw the meme the other day. It said something like, I, I don't even remember what I'm going to butcher the meme, but you know, all these memes about like, you know, I'm, I'm lazy. I'm a piece of crap. All I did today <laughs> was like eat and be, do nothing. You know, like I love those. But the fact is, is like at some point, like that has to break. Yeah. Like I wasn't working out for the first like two, three weeks because I was like, this is going to end. Right. It's going to be over soon. Then when I realized it wasn't going to end, I got like a little bit like scared and depressed. Like, okay. Well, you know what? When am I going to have else to look forward to but the awesome pizza I'm going to destroy tonight right. and the five donuts or whatever in the morning? But then it hit me. I was like, no, like I've got to, I've got to 
I've got to go after those things. There's never a better time than now. It's the most cliche, stupid thing we've always heard, but it's so true. Like, yes. I'm going to, I'm going to hit it, man. So, you know, for the last month, it's like, or actually the last three weeks or so now we've been like, let's, let's hit this. Let's, let's exercise. Let's be strategic about, you know, uh, using this time wisely. I've always said, what if I had, you know, this is a very revealing personal thing, but I've always joked. I was like, if I ever had a hit song, like I know that these guys, some of them from writing hit songs are getting mailbox money. It was what we call it from like royalty, CCLI, blah, blah, blah. You know, what would it be like to get a 50K, 60K check every quarter? You write a hit song. You don't ever have to go out and like, what would you do then? Well, I've been afforded that opportunity because I have absolutely no financial worries. I'm home with my family. There's some things we obviously can't do. But for the most part, I'm kind of like, what do I really want to do now? And now I'm I'm faced with the thing of like, wow, what am I really passionate about? And what are some of the things that I really want to do out of passion because I want to, not because I have to. And so I've I've been in that place and it's been it's been good, man. It's been really good right. for me. I feel mo- mostly good, mostly good. <laughs> mostly with good. with like yeah, intermittent insecurities and falling on your face. Um, yeah, this is me now, you know. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you spend like two hours on Instagram, like you're probably going to leave. Isn't it funny how you can leave social media when you're consuming social media? Yeah. How you don't, you almost feel like you ate too much of like sweets or something. Yeah. Like it's social media is not bad. No more than like chocolate cake is bad, but when you eat too much, like you feel sick. Right. Do you ever just get off social media? Like if you know you spent too much time yep. because now you are in a world of comparison, mm-hmm. a world of like, and then you're dealing with that for like the re- Does this just me? Oh no, like, this is everyone. Cause I'm like, I'm like looking at this guy who has this thing. Dude, if you looked at my Instagram, you'd be like, geez, man, like, like I really love you know, it's funny. We don't understand like how much <laughs> we're all in the same kind of thing. You know right. what I mean? We're all, if we do that too much, it's going to get to us. Yeah. You know, no matter what we have, it really, social media consumption on that level doesn't seem like it ever really makes you more thankful No. of a person for uh-uh. what you have, does it? <laughs> no. And like, I've like, I went through and muted people and I'm like, if it makes me feel a certain way, like it's just not worth it for me. Like, it's mm-hmm. just not worth it. And I've like tried to shift and be like, okay, well, what am I looking for when I get on there? I'm looking for inspiration. I'm not looking to feel like crap about myself. And I'm human. Like if I see all these girls in their bikinis for like, I keep scrolling, I keep, like I'm just going to mute it because like, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just don't need that. Like I wasn't going after that. I have to like be very careful about what I consume because it's so quick, especially as a dreamer. It, it, it's like, you have all this vision and then all of a sudden you see that one person that's one step ahead of you. And that's when you throw in the towel. Cause you're like, like I, I can't, can't do, do it. That. And yeah. that sucks. Like, no. And do so social media is great, but like put the, the timer on your phone where it says after 30 minutes, you don't really need any more than 30 minutes. You don't. And I have <laughs> that on there and it's like, honestly, it doesn't work for me. I'm like, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> no, I do the don't same thing. Don't judge me. Yeah, no. I'm going to keep I going. I do the same thing. But it's, it really is, dude. Like if you consume more than you almost, yeah, I don't know if you should produce more than you should consume, but there is a sense of like, if you're just consuming social media, it can be super 
hazardous, I think. To yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's a pretty much everyone kind of accepts that notion now. I think yeah. that you shouldn't be doing that in it. There's some time, I think it's probably important and needs to be said that like, you probably need to curate your social media as you would your, like your home. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you have? Like, you know what I mean? If it's cluttered up and you have all this stuff, I mean, you just need to curate that. Like, uh, I don't know to the degree, I guess you'd have to kind of fill that out on your own. But I do find that like, if I'm on something or one niche or one thing uh, too much, it definitely makes me like, right. Low. I don't yeah. feel good, you know? So we, you have to like watch that. And that's why sometimes I lost my phone the other day for like, two days. I left it in my, I actually didn't lose it. I knew where it was, but I left it in my dad's truck. He's an hour away. I didn't have my phone for two days. Dude, I, I felt so free. Yeah. I also had like a thousand text messages too, yeah. but, but like I felt so free, but I know that it's, it's not the social media. That's the problem. It's the heart of, it's my mm-hmm. heart. Oh, hundred you know? percent. That's what it is. Right. And, and putting boundaries and like, what is, like even right now as you're listening to this, just go through and start muting the people that every time you see them, you feel like crap about yourself. Yeah. You don't have to unfollow them and start some drama stuff. Like just mute them. So you can mute someone. This is new to me. Heck yeah, bro. So like what is the mute thing? You 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 still follow them, but Yeah, so you're still on like they're still technically you're following them, but you mute them so that you don't see anything they post. Cause like I have family members that are like full on like nude posts and stuff. I love them. I know they will know if I unfollow them. Right. I don't want to see that. Yeah, you like, don't want to see that. Like, sorry, I don't, yeah. like, I love you, and I don't, like, and especially if Cam's over my shoulder. Right. I don't want him seeing that. Like, right. sorry. So there's different stuff like that, and mind feed is what I call it, um, and that's not even a spiritual term. That's just, like, obviously, I read the word, I pray, all that stuff, but then as an entrepreneur, I need motivation. I need inspiration, and not a lot of people on Instagram are going to give that to me, but there are people that do. And that's the people that I'm like, okay, I'm following these people. I'm like muting these people. And I'm not, right. I'm not like really good at it, honestly. But I do try to like, if I start feeling a certain way, I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. Because it's just not, it up. it's like the enemy, someone else said this, um, Diane Diego said this on episode eight. The enemy is trying to distract us with good things. So even good things that are distracting us mm-hmm. might need to get muted for a season. And that's not just social media. That's in general. Like mm-hmm. there's something in this season like that you've picked up and you're like, okay, yeah, I, I love doing whatever, but it's like, now you're not doing the thing you're called to do. It might be time to lay that down. Absolutely. Quarantine is a gift. And like, I'm actually a little nervous that it's about to like let up because I'm like, oh crap, have I really stewarded this well? Yeah. Because I've been like sleeping until 10 a.m. and going to bed at 2 a.m. And I'm just like, I need to stop. Some of that. <laughs> yeah. And I think some of that you got to have a little grace for, right? Sure. Like, Cause you it's gotta, like we're all doing it. Yeah. Like you got to have a little grace for, um, you do your best. I mean, there's, there's definitely days, but I'm, I, I'm back and forth. Cause you know, sometimes yeah. I'm like, this has to end. Like this has to end. <laughs> This got it, but then other times I'm like, you know what? This is just going to make the most of it. I'm going to try to do what I can, and I just think that's the season, man. I think that's where we're at. I think you gotta just go for it. If you're waiting for the perfect time, there's really not a perfect time. There's never a perfect time. You got to do one, and you got to do two, and three, and four, and you got to take each step. And um, and in your journey, you have to realize that the 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 platform or the sphere that the Lord has given you, you can't 
you, you just have to be faithful. Yeah. Like God's not going to give you more that you're asking for if you're stressed out with what you currently have. Yes. Why or would God? Yeah. Like or if you're complaining and constantly stressed about where you're at now, like you can't handle more. Wow. So you, you got to be like, let me be able to healthily and sustainably steward where I'm at now with what I have going on. And then, you know, I'm going to eventually go to that, that next level. It's like exercise or anything else. Like you just got to find sustainability where you're at so that you can go to the next level. And I think that, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just a huge thing. And I, and I, for one, I just want to say like, yeah, anybody who's dreaming right now, I don't care if it's music, if it's a record, if it's this, that, the other, like even for me, you know, with video stuff, I I didn't really want to do it or invest in some of the stuff, but I'm like, now's the time let's roll. Yeah. Now's the time. Like, but let's just step out. And I think those who do that, um, from a pure heart, are going to be the ones that after this season is over are going to, God is going to, is going to exalt. There will be some ministries, even I know speaking in where I'm coming from that might not make it out of this. It's going to be tough. Um, God is faithful, but God might even be trying to kill something that we should have killed long ago. You know what I mean? So you're either going to find, uh, you need to find out where it's moving. Like for me, there has been no doubt left in our family and our calling, knowing that God has called us to do what he's called us to do because, you know, he sustained us through this time. Um, and you, you need to be looking for like, you know, where that, where that grace is and, and just going for it, man. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Is there anything else that you like have on your heart or feel like you should share? I mean, yeah, I, I just, for for everyone in this season right now um i kind of just i feel like it's it's such a time to to also as well as launching out as i've just been talking about i feel like it's such a time to be um to really go just really go deep in the lord i mean that for those of you know your listeners that that i don't know how many do or don't um but you know for me the sustenance of of joy and life and the the real core wellspring of of joy and and um and life and and faith. I'm I'm trying to go deep in that place. I'm really just trying to reestablish that. Um it's kind of obvious though. I think there's so many voices that have said like use your time for this, use your time for that and 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 do this and do that. But for me, I uh, I'm it's like I, all my excuses have really been done away with in this quarantine. You know, like I have no more excuses about, oh, well, if I had time to do this, but I'm just busy, I got to do this, I got to do that. It's really like a lot of my excuses have been done away with and I'm looking to the next season. Life will never be the same in terms of like, I think that we're going to see changes like after 9-11 where travel yeah. is totally different. Yeah. So there'll be certain changes like that, but- Listen, gatherings will come back. Like I do believe we're gonna we're gonna see normalcy return. And um I hope that this is like the summer camp that you hated, but then in hindsight you like <laughs> That's love, a really good, good description. Memories. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you ever do like those those camps or vacations or whatever, and in the moment you don't realize 
but then your memories are so fond of it. Yeah. Like, I hope that that's what this is. And I know there's a lot of people hurting, suffering. There is like pain going on. So I don't want to diminish that. But there's also a majority of people as well, a majority, Mm -hmm. if we're being honest, that are in this boat where they're like, dude, let's just make this. Like, I've gotten one prophetic word this entire quarantine. And this is, he was, this is a legit hidden type prophet guy. And he just called and said, your job is to cuddle with your family. It's to literally be with your kids and to, and it's so easy for me to want to produce, produce, produce. And I've just been trying to really deliberately like just rest and let God take care of me um, and let him take care of me. And my word finally is just, in saying that is this, is that, you know, if you follow Jesus, man, like he's jealous to really show that he can provide for you. And I know we talk about entrepreneurs and and, and business and finance and man, where I'm at is like, I just want to encourage people out there that this is a chance. If you don't use this opportunity for God to teach you something, you're going to have to go through it some way, somehow again. You know, you're going to go through it again somehow. So just learn yeah. in this time. I walked down to my mailbox a week ago and there was a check in the mail and I literally just wept. It was at night. I was just like looking up to heaven saying, Father, like you are so good to me. Like why? It And I we, it had happened like three or four times that week. We'd gotten these checks and I just was like, why is this happening? I mean, <laughs> and they're not small. They're like these extravagant offerings. And I'm just like, Lord, like, you're so good. And the whole thing is this, is the Lord had to teach me before this season. I feel like I've already been prepared for it. You came into our life, talked about the beginning of the podcast in a season where we were, the Lord shut down everything. And he was trying to teach me this. I really am your provider. And he said, you need to divorce your career or your Mm. ministry as your provider. And really trust me, we say that dude, but there's such a tension between working hard and being a good steward and a hard worker and trusting. My issue wasn't the hard work. My issue was the resting. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So in Hosea, God has this prophet marry a whore. Think about that. You and we don't even have a paradigm for that. Imagine someone says that, like God had me go marry the prostitute down the street. You know, like in the ghetto, I went to the ghetto and married a prostitute. So her name is Gomer. So she had to be a prostitute because when your name is that bad, there's no other job left for you. I'm, you know, so Gomer, like whoever named their little baby girl Gomer was destined. But anyway, so Gomer's out there, you know, like doing whatever Gomer does. And she's a picture of wayward Israel who the Lord is married to. This is the like symbolism. Yeah. He's our, you know, he, Here's what happened. She goes out and she she kept leaving her husband to go do the things because her orphan mindset told her that I've got to earn this myself. Oh, I have a husband that has all of the, the money I need, the care. He's so forgiving, but I keep going out in the night and doing it myself and finding this, this way for myself. So the Lord says in Hosea in the scriptures, I walled up your way. I hedged you in. You kept wanting to go back to your lovers because you said of them, they give me my bread, my wine, and my oil, but you didn't realize it came from me. 
And he said, I had to lure you into the wilderness and hedge up your way. Basically, I had to shut that door of opportunity. I had to shut that thing off from you that you wanted so bad. You wanted to earn it on your own. I had to stop it so and lure you into this dry desert land to teach you this. And this is what he said. This is the scripture. So that you would know that I am not only your master, but I am your husband. And the Lord was like, divorce ministry. So I divorced ministry. Like I literally had to say, you know what that meant? I had to say no. So divorcing ministry looked like this. Ministry invite, endorphins go off. See, this is, <laughs> this is what people won't ever talk about. Go. They won't ever talk about. Like inbox, hi, Chris, we want you at our conference. And we're going to pay you this. And we're going to do this from a pure heart, like, right? Sure. We honor yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It costs money. Let's just be real here for a minute and cast off the super spiritual nonsense and get really spiritual, which is it takes money to do this thing. So anyway, we're going to invite you. We're going to pay you. We're going to fly. Here's the thing. Here's the deal. And all of a sudden, here's the first thing I hear. I'm needed. I'm wanted. I'm worth something. I'm valuable. <laughs> I have something I can call my own. And you see what's in me and you want it. And you're willing to actually put down real hard earned value on what and who I am. So now I'm saying yes. And my inclination for a decade was yes, 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 yes. I don't care. And then this is what it turned. I had to learn at first. It was like, hey, I saw you're going to be in Minnesota or you're going to be in the Twin Cities. So we're in Chicago a few hours from there. Would you want to join us on the Monday after you're done ministering all weekend? Yes. And then I would literally, Brooke, honest to God, take every single thing that came my way. And the Lord said, you're, you know, and then the Lord was like trying to teach me, trying to teach me. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Finally, he shuts it all down and says, do you get it now? But then we're still sustained. Then money still comes in. Wait a minute. What's happening? And so the Lord's teaching me divorce ministry. Okay. What does that look like? It looks like when you get the invite, you don't just say yes. You actually wait and you say, am I supposed to go to this Lord? You know what I mean? That is the hardest stinking thing to do. Like, cause you're like, it, it, not only does it give value. Okay. Well, I've got the, val- I don't get my value for that. I'm a child of God, right. but it is going to give my bank account money. So, okay, hold on. Do I do this Lord? Because if I have three dates and three weekends in my calendar, to me, that equates with now my family is provided for and we're good for the month of February. Right. You get it? Right. So then by saying no, I'm literally, I, it's like if I couldn't say no to the ministry for value and for financial security, if I, if I couldn't say no to that, I, I, I obviously couldn't say one way or the other to the Lord. So I had to initially say no to that, and Lord, I'm trusting you, especially when I sit down with your spouse, because your spouse is the one who won't BS you. So you <laughs> yeah. sit down with your spouse and go, hey, look at this date. And then Danielle, my wife, would look and say, yeah, you know, something feels weird about that, and I don't know what it is. And then you're instantly going, deep down in your heart, you're going, yeah, I felt that all along, and I was hoping you wouldn't say it, because I was hoping I could actually go do it, actually. I like this city, and I want to go to Seattle and go minister, because I like these people, and I like the... And she's like, yeah, I don't know if it's the right time. And I'm going, yeah, I felt that too. Dang it, you know? Right. I wanted to go to San Francisco, you know, and and I'd go... I'd 
you know, we'd live there if, if Danielle and the Lord would let me. And um, <laughs> but basically, they I was telling in a dream. I had a dream from the Lord where I'm showing Danielle my phone on a couch and we're sitting in New Orleans in this cafe in the dream. And my dad is sitting in the chair across. And I said, look, babe, we're going to go to San Francisco every month. Isn't this going to be great? We're going to go once a month and da, 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 da. And she was like, okay, yeah, I mean, whatever. And my dad leaned up in the chair and said, were you going to talk to me about that? And I felt the fear of the Lord and I woke up. Well, the, the man in my dream, I knew it was my dad, but didn't look like my dad, my earthly dad. I knew it was the father. Yeah. The father was like, hey, were we going to talk about what you're going to do? Or were you just going to do your own thing here? You know, just caught you red handed there. Let's talk about it. I feel like, you know, I had to divorce ministry. I like a product is only worth what it is according to its demand. So if there's a lot of a certain type of clothing or whatever, like no one's like spending big money on it. Mm -hmm. But here's what's funny. When we say yes to every opportunity, we decrease Mm -hmm. our value because we're we're available for everyone. Mm -hmm. But when we actually say no to certain things, it empowers us. We actually become worth more. You see what I'm saying? It's like the conference speaker. The guy that says yes to everybody is probably not the guy that's going to be the most in demand. The guy that can't say yes to everything is the guy that's like more in demand, which means his value inherently is going to be up. We don't, we show the lack of value we place on ourselves when we don't say no. And so like, I think when we, when we're saying no, no is so much more powerful for entrepreneurs, business people, visionaries, ministers, whatever it is to say no is actually, I think more empowering than to say yes. But the yes makes you feel empowered in the immediate until you have to fulfill on it. And I can't tell you how many times I've said yes to ministry because it made me feel like, look, my calendar's full (laughs) and I can tell everybody, yeah, man, I'm just, (laughs) I'm getting invitations like crazy. Well, I'm past that. I've have lived that. And it actually, when you have to fulfill your obligation, then I can't tell you how many times I've gotten on an airplane and gone, this is miserable. Yeah. I can't tell. There's been a few times I've been sitting in meetings and the Lord says, you know, I never told you to come here. Right. And I said, frick. Yeah, <laughs> you did that. I knew it. And he's like, yeah, well, I love you and everything's going to be all right. But just so you know, you didn't have to be away from your kids this weekend. <laughs> Knifed in the heart. You know, you're like, so see, it made me feel good and it made me look good. Even on social media, you look, I'm doing, I'm busy. Look at me. I'm out yeah. here. But my heart, I'm laying in bed in a dark hotel room by myself while my kids are thousands of a thousand miles away or whatever it may be. And I'm just thinking like, I could have been with my babies tonight, you know, and doing something that and I'll never get that back. So you've got to have a fear of the Lord to know when to say yes, know when to say no. And I think that we died before in that way. We died to that Mm -hmm. before quarantine came. So now that quarantine's here. I'm kind of like, we've been here before. Mm -hmm. And now that my faith has been placed in, you know, the Lord said, if Danielle was going off to another, let's say, let's, let's make this real personal of how the Lord feels. What if like, I'm just gonna make it personal for you. (laughs) Cause I don't want to do me anymore. I'm gonna do you. (laughs) What if you were like, you know, you felt like you needed to go to another man in order to get money Mm -hmm. 
and there was some exchange. I'm not trying to be super graphic, but let's just even take that out of it. What if there was just an exchange? What if there was just like, I got to call this guy. I know he'll give me money, you know, he'll and he'll take care of me because I don't trust my husband to take care of me. What if Danielle was like, I'm going to go out to this guy that I know that this guy will take, well, he likes me. So he'll give me money. So I don't really trust Chris to take care of our my needs and our family's needs. I don't trust that Chris will take care of the groceries and the this and the that and give me what I need. So I have to seek out that provision from another lover. Mm-hmm. Think of how painful. Mm-hmm. What would happen if I found out that Danielle had been doing some sort of exchange? Let, let's just say, because in the Bible, God looks at that like spiritual adultery. Mm-hmm. Very, very clearly. I mean, yeah. I don't have to be a scholar to like there's spiritual adultery is what it's called that's how he looked at it that's that's what it was um i would be heartbroken can you imagine what cam would think if like you had to go to another to get provision in a certain way because you didn't trust him to do that Mm. to care enough to do it for you that's what we do when we say no i gotta hustle this thing man i gotta hustle because i don't really if we're really talking about brass tacks, rubber meet the road here. I don't really believe that the Lord can or will do it. I maybe have some hurts in my past where I felt let down and I don't feel like I trust him to take care of this. So I'm going to take it into my hands. And God got to a point with me that was so real where he just finally said, you know how much it breaks my heart when you depend on saying yes to ministry to provide for you and you won't even give me a chance to pay your for for, to take care of you and um there's a better way son that's what he kept telling me and man i feel like if i never had an excuse before i i definitely don't have one now because i've not worked for going on two months and i have more money in my bank account than i've had in two years three years you know what i mean like i can't even remember yeah I, i don't i told you i got more i got so much money i'm giving money to people i don't even like that's how much money I got. You know you're doing good when you're giving money to people you don't even like it. And that's 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 financial freedom right there. Yes. So the point is like, and not just that, the ministry account has more money than it's yeah. ever had. Our personal finances, are we giving? Yeah, we're giving. But God is giving unto us according to his goodness, yeah. not because of, of much else. And I just place my faith in his goodness. He's He's more than my master. He's my husband provider. Yeah. And so as awkward as that may sound to people, you just got to read the Bible a few times. You'll see that's <laughs> not as awkward as it sounds, man. Like right. he takes care of me and he's yeah. jealous. And if he, I'll tell you, if he didn't even take care of me, he'd take, he. I'm in good company with Danielle and the right. kids. He'd at least take care of them and I'd get to ride their coattails. But no, it's like his goodness has been proving that to me. And I yeah. hope people hear that, that like yeah. until you enter into that rest where you don't need that thing for your value or your finances, that's when it really gets fun because then you're going, I don't, I don't need ministry. God has called me to be this thing and he's told me to do this. And some people are like that with business. They've tried to run from business, but they're so good at it. It just keeps falling into their lap. You know what I mean? I know people like that. They can't not do business because they're so daggone good at it and blessed and favored. I know guys, Christian guys, they're like, my business is exploding. And because their business is exploding, they send me these checks, for instance, and then we're all benefiting. 
It's like the kingdom is feeding off of itself. We don't need anybody else. We right. need God. And that's it. So while people are going, oh, the economic downturn and oh my gosh, like, yeah, you might, yeah, it might be tight. I might have to eat, you know, like, God forbid, I might have to eat hamburger helper or something. It might get <laughs> tough, but we're eating, we're alive. And my gosh, like, dude, at the same time, I feel like now's the time where we're going to take territories, yes. own properties. We're going to own stuff. I I don't know. All I know is heaven's falling on me right now. Let's so go. we got to have faith because that's, I know it's not because of me. It's just because God is not a rewarder of, of he's not a respecter of persons, but he is a respecter of faith. Yes. And so he honors faith. And when you are like, I trust you, I just trust you. And this season for me will forever be a milestone of, I don't do ministry, career, or none, none of that provides for me. That is my sphere of influence. What right. provides for me is, is, is God. He can do it through the mouth of a fish. Yeah. He can do it through a stranger. He can do it through, you know, I'm alluding to the scriptures, but yeah. of course he, he, he can do this any way he chooses to daggone well do it. Right. And the source stays the same, but the resource changes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. The resource where it comes from changes, but the source is always him. That's yeah. so good. Okay. And I, I love where we're going here. And I want you to pray, especially like for people like me, we're like Enneagram. I don't know who cares and who doesn't, but you and I are like the exact same yeah, on Enneagram. And sure. so is our, like Cameron and Danielle are exactly Absolutely. the same. So I resonate with that hugely, especially during quarantine. I'm like, okay, well, like I got to come out on top. I got to be, same. you know, doing all this stuff. And it's like, the Lord literally told me, like, here, I'm going to cry. He literally told me yesterday. He goes, um, what I asked? I said, God, what do you want me to lay down today? And he goes, I just wish, he said, I wish you'd stop manufacturing things. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. But like. Cut to the quick. Right. And it's like, I'm a builder and I know that's part of who I am. But like. It is outside of God, there's no, it's all vain. Yeah. So like we have to like, like I know I personally have to step into this. So like, I just want you to pray and like pray for our listeners and absolutely. And for just rest and like rest in production, which is it's tension, right? See what happens when you hear a word like that. There's, there's all these temptations. The first temptation is like, I got to build, I got to produce. This is time. I want to come out of this thing on top. That's how I'm Dude, you're right. We're <laughs> wired exactly the same. Right. So when you say those things, that's not a foreign concept. Right. I've had the exact same thoughts. How can I get ahead? How can I do this? What's the best way? Then I find then the Lord speaks. Hey, just so you know, that's you're in the wrong boat about this. You're on the ditch. You need to get back on the narrow path. The other side of the ditch is once you hear the word going, Well, I'm just not gonna do nothing. I'm just going to be still. This is me speaking. I'm not saying for you, but for me, a lot of times I'll go, well, then I'm not going to do anything then. I'm just going to be all in faith. And then, you know, if, if, but then the Lord's like, dude, what do you like? No, I just don't be a spaz about it. Right. And don't be lazy about it. Just do what there's grace to do. Like sometimes you got to get up and go to work when you don't feel like it. Sometimes you need to make the podcast. Sometimes you need to get up, make the video, do the stuff. Um, but, you know, like do it from the place of rest of like at the end of the day, it's all on Jesus. It's all right. on you to, to, to make this into anything. Because right. for all we know, three years from now, 
someone could come back and listen to this podcast and you might have 200,000 subscribers and literally a community of, there might be a 15 year old who is listening to your podcast three years from now, who becomes a billionaire Christian, you know, businessman or businesswoman. You could be laying foundational truths for people for the rest of their lives. You don't know. So you just got to be faithful, consistent. Let him handle the increase mm-hmm. and you just handle what you already have. And I think that's 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 what we got to do. Put in the work, but you got to put in the rest. Yeah, You got to put in the rest and that's what's missing. And I do think that like, you know, your ability again to say no shows that you're not for sale. And you're not a slave to it. And you're not married to it. Your ability. It's not that you say no, but it's your ability to be able to say no and be okay with it. That's the thing. And I've told Danielle at times like, hey, I feel like the Lord's telling us to rest. Should I take this date? I think I'm about just not doing it because it's just, I'm in this place of rest and trusting the Lord. And if I accept this date, it means I'm gone every weekend this month. And she's like, it's not a formula. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a way of the heart. It's mm-hmm. like, do I am I taking this because I feel like I need it for money or because it's a cool opportunity or am I taking it because I really feel like I want I'm supposed to be there. And when I try my best to say, Lord, what is this? And I'm going, no, I want this because I know it's going to pad my bank account or I, <laughs> I'm going to take this because I get to have a lot of exposure and da 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 or no I really feel like this is the you just know intuitively mm-hmm. and I think the hard answer is being honest with yourself. Yeah. And um the ability to say no I think is is so valuable in these times. So go after it so do the thing but have the ability to say no. Like I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, I'm not a slave to it. I don't have to be a yes man mm. to my calling. Yeah. Like I have to be a yes man to Jesus, but I'm I'm I have the ability to say no when I'm feeling the pressure and temptation to produce outside of rest. Yeah. That means if I don't want to freaking post today, I don't have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you don't. I don't have to post tomorrow, right. and I don't have to post the next day. But when I want to post, I I will. And I can, and it's from the place of rest. And I think that's where we need to land. So Lord, I pray rest, rest um, that you, you, you can teach what you know, you can impart who you are. And Lord, I ask that any rest and lessons of entering into your rest that I have, God, I pray that over the listener right now. And I just ask you, God, right now in this place and in this space and the place they're in and we're in right now, that you would endue them with this supernatural strength of rest, of abiding in you, of resting in you, and doing things from the rest of God, not doing things so that one day they can rest. I just, I just pray that right now, right where we're at, there's no better time than to launch out. I speak life to their vision. I speak life and clarity to what you've put in their heart. And I pray that it be a joy that overtakes them. And I ask you, Lord, to, to um, with there's heavy weights on people's shoulders that they feel like they've got to keep something going by their own strength. Yeah. You would smash that thing in this season because you're more concerned with our freedom, God, than you are with our production. And so, Lord, make us free in you. 
bre- those weights the world's put on us of expectation and temptation to, to perform and produce God, break it off right now. Break it off right now and, and, and give freedom in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And God, we thank you for Chris Burns and his family. God, we ask you to continue to prosper them, continue to give them favor. God, and we ask you for supernatural, again, that they would be able to enter into spheres and reach out to people that they would never have the money to be able to be in contact with. Yeah. They would never have the money for the exposure, but God, by you and your nature, you're going to put him in places where he can give wisdom and declarations that are straight from you. So God, I thank you for him, for their friendship, um, for their place in our life, God. And we thank you that the listeners now would be impacted by these words so deeply, God, that it would not go into dry or rocky ground, but God, that it would be planted in good soil that would produce a hundredfold. And so we thank you for their ministry, for who they are as people, and that you would give them even more crazy dreams, visions, words, confirmations for the things in his heart that he hasn't even talked about to anyone, God, that you would start to bring clarity in those areas. And we thank you so, so much Mm. for who you are. Thank you, God. Um, (laughs) I know we didn't really do this, but I want to give you a chance to kind of tell us like how to find you, um, Instagram, and then all the different stuff. Yeah. I made my Instagram name when I was 19 years old, 20 years old, and I've never changed it. It's stupid. I hate it. But if you want to find my Instagram, it's Chris Burns Love, which makes me sound like a like 70s soul singer or something. Chris Burns Love. So Chris Burns Love on IG, uh, just Chris Burns on Facebook. I think I'm the most popular Chris Burns on Facebook. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, yeah, Twitter too. I'm on Twitter. And the new album, Jesus in a Bar, just dropped. It's everywhere you listen to music. Just look up Chris Burns, Jesus in a Bar. It'll be a lot of fun. It's a rowdy time. That's all for me. Awesome. And then reach out. Like, give us reviews. Give us shout outs. Um, We want to know what you guys are actually thinking and what you want. So with that. And share with people. Yes. That need it. You never know how much like your personal recommendation, if they had something here you need to, they need to hear and send it. Yeah. Share it. Thank you for listening. Please feel free to share this episode and come follow me at Brooke A. Payne. That's Brooke with an E, A-P-A-Y-N-E on Instagram and Facebook. And all of our resources are in my bio. Thank you guys so much. It means so much to me that you're listening.